Hi, I'm Liz Stokel. And I'm Debbie Rude. We're Dancing with Skeletons. We know what it's like to keep our past hidden away, like skeletons in a closet. We also know the healing that comes from acknowledging who we used to be and how much we've learned. So every once in a while, we dance with our skeletons. So come dance with us. Good morning, Liz. Good morning, Deb. It's been a while since we've been together. It has. It's just been a wild season, hasn't it? It has been. It has been. I mean, I think you're you are busier than I am a lot, of, but it's it's not. It's but it's wonderful. I mean, I it's it's nice to see you back to pre-COVID busyness. Yeah. But on the other hand, we talked about when we came back from COVID. The less some of the lessons we learned, and being less busy was one of the lessons that you promised yourself you had learned. <laughs> oh, I I know you're right. You're right, and I'm guilty. I I am busier the last six months than I've ever been in my whole life. Yeah, I don't and think there's anything to be guilty for. You know, you opened up a second um, studio, yeah. and I just think that everything that you're doing is just beautiful, and you're bringing music and creativity into our town and into our community. I try so hard. <laughs> and it's just all good all the time. It's so hard. <laughs> no, uh, it's well, beautiful. It is hard, but it is beautiful. It's a good thing. I walk through the wall, through the, the school here and listen through the walls and look, look through the little windows of the doors and see the kids and yeah. the teachers. And I know it's all good, but yeah, it's been... It's been very difficult uh, a yeah. few months, but um, I'm through most of the like the gigs and things of the of the season. I've got a few. Oh, really? I, I was gonna a, say we're we're only in the first week of December, mm -hmm. so. Well, I had like four gigs last week. Oh, okay. And then okay. I think I've got a, just a couple other little things, uh, not this week, but the, at the end of next week. Okay. And um, Christmas parties. I have a one one Christmas party. Nice. I'm trying to figure out when our choir is going to do a Christmas party, yeah. if we're going to do one, and what we're going to do. Yeah. Um, so yeah. Yeah. Well, you know, I think that what we're going to talk about is we're going to talk about a few things. Number one, we want to talk a little bit about some of the really joyous experiences we've had over the holidays as a way to kind of inspire other people to find joy because there's a lot of people that are really busy or yeah. lonely. Yeah, or, you know, I, this season is hard for a lot of folks. And for a lot of reasons. Mm -hmm. um, the other thing is maybe some ideas on how to bring joy back into the season mm -hmm. or to into your community or family yeah. and then the other thing is how to filter out the noise you know the opinions yeah everybody has an opinion they do about about you and about me and about you know what we should and should not be doing I actually I actually saw a great meme which you know memes or whatever they are but it says in, in thinking about opinion, yeah, opinion is really the lowest form of human knowledge. It requires no accountability, no understanding. The highest form of knowledge is empathy, for it requires us to suspend our egos and live in another's world. Someone named Bill Bullard. That's beautiful. But yeah, I mean, we all do have opinions, but 
that you know. Well, and you know, it's, that's all it is. <laughs> it's so funny when I when I see people, you know, on social media and stuff, and say, "Don't attack me. I'm just voicing my opinion." But like you just said, that is truly the lowest form of mm-hmm. thinking. Right. Is to you know, it takes nothing yeah. to voice your opinion. And like I've said before, opinion is based on education, experience, and emotion. And since no two of us have the same experiences, education, and emotion no two of us are going to have the exact same opinion. Exactly. And so, you know, the fact that we give anybody else's opinion about our life, even a moment's mm-hmm. of, 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 thought, our, of our own, of of our our own energy, energy stuff, yeah. is really just acquiescing to, to their mm-hmm. stupidity. And I don't mean that, I don't, I don't mean that word as, you know, being like an attack on somebody. I'm just saying that all of us are really stupid in that we think that our opinion is more valued than somebody else's. That's just a really dumb way to think about life and to think about ourselves. Because that that means then we're only thinking about ourselves. Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, I had had an interesting experience this week. Uh, So you... Were you at my little show on Friday night? I brought food. That's right, you did. <laughs> Once again, I came. And by the way, I met a lovely oh gentleman God. who has lots of money and you know property and stuff like that. He was like, if you open a catering business, I will be your first customer. And I said, oh, no, that's not something I'm going to do. I'm just going to keep doing it for the people I love and, you know, and on my time, on my time. So the fact but that anyway. I is the fact that I had to even ask you that question is really sad oh. that I couldn't even remember that you were there and yet you made all the beautiful food. Well, it says, you know, it, it really says how very busy you have been. I, but anyway, just, tell me about your okay, experience. So, I mean, you know, again, people have their opinions about what they experienced that night right most people i hope had a nice experience it was a beautiful evening okay so you and your daughter singing your husband your ex-husband it's just a beautiful thing to see all these people come together and share what you have brought to the community and i heard by the way just a little side thing your ex-husband say the most lovely things to your present husband what do you say (laughs) what do you say He said, I, I'm going to cry. And I, you know, he said to John, he said, I'm so happy that Debbie has you and has you to share all this with her. Really? Yes. Was that a sweet thing for him to say? Yes. It was very sweet. That's anyway, sweet. I just thought, oh, what a sweet, what a sweet thing to say. That's very sweet. Yeah. Greg's a good guy. Yeah. <sighs> anyway. Yeah. Well, there was somebody there who is in my life. And it's it's a long story which we won't go into, but sent me a not nice text about the evening. No. And and had a million bad things to say about the evening. And yeah, we'll we'll talk about that off the mic. Yeah. <laughs> um, and it really hurt my feelings, you know. And kind of like we we're just saying, um, I I sort of took the bait, you know, I took the bait and I, I'm like, oh my God, well, did everybody feel that way? Everyone hated it. I must have been off. You know I mean? I just sort of went yeah. down a rabbit hole with that. Yeah. And, um, 
that is just a perfect example of what we're talking about, about, you know, not letting other people's opinions, because it's just an opinion. It doesn't mean the person's right or wrong. Right. It's just their right. opinion. And I have to know what my truth was right. for that evening and the reasons why I did it and my motivations for wanting to do it and all those things. But yeah, I had, I, it was a about 24 hours. I really wrestled with this person's words and so for our listeners you have two studios um one of them downtown has some sound issues mm -hmm. <laughs> because you have a bar next door yeah and it, you know so you decided that you would have a little benefit to help to shore up yeah. your soundproofing in that theater yeah. space so that you can have more events in that theater exactly space. Exactly right. And so you decided, since you are a performer, to have a little night where people paid a little bit of money to come hear you sing and your yeah. daughter sing and, and just pretty, come together. In a pretty intimate, pretty intimate little space. And, and, and you're going to put that money towards, yes. um, you know, yes. fixing the fact, sound I'm, issues. I'm, I'm going to make my deposit today. That's awesome. And so this was just your way of, because you have a commodity, and that is your voice. Yeah. This is your commodity. And, well, it, and, and so you thought, well, if I'm going to raise some money, I don't just want to ask people to Venmo me. I want to give, give them something. I want to give something. Yeah. And, and the music I chose was very personal music to me it wasn't um it wasn't necessarily popular music right. it was more obscure things i haven't done anything like that in years and years yeah and so it was pretty vulnerable for me to to do what i did yeah and so this person just completely blasted me and so yeah did you give them their money back um i, I thought about it <laughs> But then again, you have a deposit to make. <laughs> I have a deposit to make. But that's not what we came to talk about today, exactly. But that, but okay, in a way, it, yes. it, it fits into our theme because talking about holidays, and for me, it was a way for me, because I did holiday songs. Right. The first set was not holiday songs, and the second half was all holiday, Christmas, some sacred, some not, yeah. um, to, for me kind of welcome in the spirit of this season, which for me is a positive thing, right. but I know for a lot of people isn't. And right. so I was try I really tried to be sensitive to that and, you know, um, but you know you can't please all the people no, all the time. You can't. And so but that but but in in, you know, doing things to celebrate the season and to provide some joy, that was sort of a thing that I could do or I, that I did to hopefully at least plant some seeds of that as we proceed through this season. Right. Right. So right. Um, that's one thing that I did. I don't know what else I'm doing. <laughs> I know but. just to bring joy into the season. I, um, I've said this before on the podcast and I just, it bears repeating. And that is a quote by Brene Brown, who I think she stole it from, um, uh, a Theodore Roosevelt, I think, is where it kind of started. But it, it's what she said was, if you're not in the arena also getting your ass kicked, right. I don't need your input. Yeah, that's so great. And I think that really this is something that we need to remember during this time of year. 
You know, a lot of us struggle with um, emotional baggage during this time of year. And if you're not a part of it, if you're not in this arena, if you don't know what my life has been or will be or whatever, stay out of it. Yeah. You know, my up, my downs, it's really none of your business. It right. doesn't need your input right. because you're not in my arena. Right. You know? Right. And so I think that that is something that we can tell ourselves, we can remind ourselves, and yet at the same time, we're all supposed to be so freaking kind this time of year. <laughs> and so we're like, no, I don't want to be kind. I want to kick your ass because yeah. you're not in my arena. Right. Yeah. 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 There yeah. was a young man at that show, a friend of your daughter's, I don't know who he was, who just told me how much he loved this podcast. Oh, nice. And, and I thought, oh, wow. Yeah, I, I've had a <laughs> so, handful of kind of random people tell me that they've been listening. Yeah, so. that's awesome. So that's That's fun. awesome. So you know what? I think that that's a good place to start mm -hmm. is just to encourage you all of our listeners, mm -hmm. and I want to encourage you, Deb, um, yes. and encourage myself too, yes. <laughs> to just say, you know what? I am doing the best I can do mm -hmm. with what I have, yeah. with my experience, emotions, and education. I am doing the best I can do. Right. And I rarely drop the ball. I do on occasion because I'm human or because I... Just Maybe you're tired. Tired, or I made <laughs> other things a priority. Um, and so that's not fun. It's not fun for the people whose ball I dropped. Yeah. It's not fun for me. Um, but of course, we're human, and sometimes that happens. But most of the time, I am doing the very best I can with what I have. Yeah. And I think you are too. I mean, I, I know you are too. Mm -hmm. and, and that's just a mantra that we just need to carry around with us is, you know what? You're not in my arena getting your ass kicked, so I don't need your input. Right. And we can find more joy when we don't take on the burden mm -hmm. of other people's opinions. Yeah. It's sometimes really hard to... I mean, for me, there's a there's kind of a split second of a mindfulness decision to not go there, right? So, right. like with this person this this week, I I took the bait. Yeah. So so in that that split second of do I respond or don't I, I I, I took the I took the wrong path and I responded where I probably shouldn't have. Right. I probably shouldn't have even responded at all. Right. It's because the minute you respond, you've taken the bait, and now, and now I'm in it with this person. And, um, but yeah, to if if we can find little moments of mindfulness of like, so an example of that for me is, right. I know that it this time of year I have to be shopping a lot. It's just I have, I have, thirty eight employees. I've got. 50 people at a choir. I've got all my family and friends. I mean, I'm, I have... Your love language is really gifts. And, and they don't even have to be big gifts. Just little, mm -hmm. yeah. I mean, I've gotten cards in the mail that have candy in them. Yeah. You know, at Halloween time, you know. And so I, I know that that's your love language. It is. And it's very sweet. So I'm, I'm just, you know. So I have learned in like the last five years that... I, I go walk out to my car. I know I'm like, it's almost like I'm going to go in. I'm going to get in my car and I know that I'm going into it. <laughs> yeah. Like I'm, I'm, what's the, you know, the, the show Stranger Things, how like they knew they were going to go into the upside down. 
Oh, okay. okay. I've never seen it. Okay. But I hear about it, okay. so I know what you're talking they're, about. They, they know that they suit up, and they're going to go into the upside down. Yeah. And that's what it is. Yeah. I'm going to go into the upside down, which is the world shopping, traffic, people pissed off about parking places. Um, and I, so I just, I'm not going to, I'm not going to enter in. To the upside down. Mm-mm. You're just going to imagine um, that I'm, you're I'm that just, you're, everything's right side up um, it, as it should be. It, it should, yeah. And so if there's some <laughs> stupid person who's gonna fight me for a parking place, they can have it. Exactly. Because I'm not gonna go there, you know. So yeah. I do. I have to practice mindfulness to to sometimes get through it because there are people who are just mad right. this time of year, and and I so. So yeah, right. Making making a decision beforehand. When my husband and I first got engaged, um, we did not have. He didn't. When he proposed, he did not have a ring already for me, and so we went out to look for a ring together. And so I remember being in a store, and we got engaged right on Thanksgiving night. Okay. And so we didn't get a ring until a week or so later, but it's now the holidays, right? And so we're standing at this uh, counter wanting to see a ring and people are just pushing and shoving and doing this and right. trying to, and we're trying to celebrate this really yeah. lovely moment. <laughs> we're trying to look at a ring and people are like, you know, and people ah. are just grumpy. And you know, finally he takes a credit card out of his pocket and lays it on the counter and says, and just kind of slams it down. And you know, parenthetically, Hey, I've got money. I'm here to, I'm here to spend money. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I'm not just window shopping. I'm actually here to spend money. And, you know, within a couple of seconds, we had somebody come over and talk to us, uh, although we did not buy the ring there. <laughs> we bought it someplace else. But still, it's, you know, but that's, you just have to have this mindset of, hey, I have value mm-hmm. right now. And so I'm just going to take my credit card and just set it down. Or I'm just going to take mm-hmm. my, you know, my body. And yeah. I'm just going yeah. to make sure that I, like, you see me. But I, I don't have to be a bitch about it. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't have to. I'm just going to show you. You know what? I'm mm-hmm. here. Because what you're there to buy in this upside down mm-hmm. is just as valuable as what everybody else exactly. is doing. And everybody else. But not more valuable. Right. Right. You know? Well, I mean, and I, and I, I don't know about you, but like this time of year, I feel sorry for the people at the checkout stands. I know. People should, they've got, you know, a shit ton of stuff in a cart and, and the checkers or they're do and there's a line and I know they feel pressure yeah. because there's all these people in a line. And so I really do try. I'll look at the person and say, are you stressed out? How, how are you doing? <laughs> you know, just try to engage them. Like, it's okay. Just take your time. It's all good. Yeah. Just, you know, because you know that I sense the stress. Right. And that is a great tip for alleviating your stress mm-hmm. and the stress of the employees. If you just say, hey, how are you? Yeah. And I'm telling you, they will have a smile. They will. They will just, they might not, they'll just, they might just say fine. But you know what? They'll smile. When, when you act like you care, yeah. even if you're just pretending, um, but if you, you know, act like you care, then uh, they respond in kind. Exactly. You know, and so just, just pretend like you care, even if you're stressed. Yeah. And it, and it helps you. It helps you to drop. Your feelings follow your actions. Yeah. 
They do, because as soon as you say, hey, how are you? Then you can feel yourself mm -hmm. just relax, and you can feel them relax. Mm -hmm. And it's a beautiful little tiny yeah. tip to help us get through or this crazy season. even engaging with a stranger yeah. in your line, yeah. right? Yeah. So you're standing in a long line, and there's people in front of you and people behind you, and turning around and saying, hey, how's your day? I do it. I do it pretty much every single time I go out. Wow. I do that. Wow. And I'm sure some people just go fine and turn their head and hopefully you're most sensitive people, enough to kind most, of Most people you know, don't though. They engage. Most people engage. Because I think most people want to. I think most people are nice. Yeah. Even if they're on the opposite side of your political views. Yeah. <laughs> or religious or whatever. I think, I think most people are are kind and want to connect. I do too. I yeah. mean, yes, there are people who aren't, but I think it's the minority, I and I will choose to believe that till the day I die, that most people are nice. That's awesome. And most people want the same stuff. Most people don't want there to be wars. Most people want everybody to get along. I just believe that. You know, I, mean, I saw maybe I'm naive, but no, I don't. I don't think so. I think that we can all draw that out of uh, others. Mm -hmm. You know, because I think it is in there. We've talked about people that we know that are just completely crabby, like all the time. <laughs> um, yes. Uh, but you, but you know that there has been glimpses of mm -hmm. of peace and goodness and kindness yeah. and so you know that it's in there it's just a matter of drawing it out and we all have it in there yeah. you know some of us the glass is half full and some of us it's mm -hmm. you know but um uh, but yeah i think i think you're absolutely right i saw the the cutest video i saw it this morning on good morning america mm -hmm. and i also saw it yesterday on maria shriver's uh, oh, okay. instagram instagram uh, okay it's so adorable. So it's a three-year-old little girl. It's a whole group of little dancers. Mm -hmm. So imagine, you know, you've been to yeah. you've been to those yeah, wonderful yeah. dance recitals. Yeah. So it's a dance kind of recital, and there's all these little three-year-olds in the front row and four-year-olds in the second row, and you know, all yeah. the way up to the sixteen-year-olds in the back. And this little three-year-old. Again, I'm gonna cry probably. But she's looking around. You can see all the little kids. They're at their. They're taking their bows. It's the very end of the of the of the show, mm -hmm. and you can see all these kids waving at their families. And you you know you just uh -huh. you've been there. You know what it looks like. Yep. And this little girl is just looking around. She's just looking around, and all of a sudden she sees her family, <laughs> and she just instantly instantly starts waving and smiling and then she's wiping tears out of her eyes <laughs> because she's so happy to see her family and you can see that she's kind of shy mm -hmm. you know and that doing this dance was probably a big deal for her yeah. you know yeah 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 and so i just think about uh, when i saw that i saw it yesterday like i said for the first time and then i saw it again this morning and i just think that you know, is what happens during the holidays when we see somebody that we mm -hmm. love and haven't seen in a while. Mm -hmm. That is what can happen when somebody, a stranger even, says hello to you or smiles at you. Yeah. Is all of the sudden, you just, it, it's all worth it. You right. don't feel alone. Right. You know? <laughs> right. Not, and, and I can be a three-year-old standing on a mm -hmm. stage alone and terrified at any moment of any day. Right. Because it's so unnerving to be out here in the world sometimes. And I feel like that little three-year-old that just is like, 
please somebody like me, please yeah. somebody like please me, somebody see please me. somebody <laughs> see me. I know. <laughs> and then all of a sudden somebody sees you and there's value in yeah. that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Liz, Liz needs a tissue. A tissue. I'm going to take a tissue. So do I, um, but it's not because I'm crying. <laughs> it's because it's cold. Yeah. It makes my nose run. And I just think that, you know, we need to remember that inside of everybody is a three-year-old mm -hmm. that's scared and alone and needs support mm -hmm. in order to make it through the world. Yeah. You know, because no three-year-old can survive all by themselves. No. The world you is know? a scary, scary place. Yeah. Yeah. It really can be. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And so I just really, um, I, I just really want us to remember that there's a lot of people all around us that are really struggling, and we can, we can help alleviate that pain just a so little bit. Yeah. What are what are like, it's it's hard. You know, I'm not necessarily involved in an organization. You know, so what are just things that you, as an individual, do as you're going through your day, like. I mean, the other day I saw a homeless kid, and he was young, you know, and and his has his little sign, and it I can't remember what the sign said, and and I I don't I never want to give them just money, but I was going to Target, so I went okay, well I'll just buy some snacks that I like, and then if he's still there, uh -huh. then I'll I'll give them to him. You oh know? wow, okay. So I just bought, I don't know, I had like some peanut M and M's and potato chips and something else. Yeah. Right. And and he was. He was still there. So I gave him, you know, some little snacks. I didn't spend very much money. And and I don't do that every time. I kind of do it as my heart tells me. Because you can't right. you can't do it every time. No. But if you if you again, if you are open to whatever it is you might run into as you go into the upside down. Right. Um then you might be led to, you know, buy someone a cup of coffee or whatever like that, which are things that, you know, nobody really sees. It's really not the, that big a deal, it, but it's just something that you can do that is a is a kindness, you know. I don't know that kid's story. I don't know why he's out there, I, you know. Right. Just, there's so many people out there. We don't know their stories. We don't know what they're struggling with, you know, and so... Just being open, you know, I'll just call it to the universe's calling of, yeah. hey, go go buy that kid a cup of coffee. Yeah. I don't know. Don't, I do that, not every day, but, you know, it's more more this time of year because it feels like there's more people around me in this time of year. And so did you give the... So you had snacks to yeah. give to the kid. Yeah, I, I gave him his. I gave him the snacks. And did he get a? Did you get a smile? Did you get a thank you? I did. That's awesome. I got a very nice thank you. Thank you, ma'am. <laughs> don't call me ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to be nice to you. Don't call me ma'am. I am miss. No, wait a minute. I'm sixty. I'm ma'am. <laughs> but see, doesn't a thank you mean a lot? Yeah. I mean, it means a lot. You know, just a thank you means yeah. a lot. It, it helps you. It, not only was he seen by you, mm -hmm. but you were seen by him mm -hmm. as well, you know. And I think that that's important to remember this time of year. It is. Yeah. I mean, there's so many places and so many ways that we can serve and, and help. And, you know, and I think oftentimes I know for my own, I'm, I'll neglect me. Right. You know, and... and uh, I don't know the things the things that I do 
personally, there's really only one thing that I do personally that I would say helps me to kind of center this time of year and just kind of find some moments of peace. And as dorky as this is going to sound, I do love Christmas music. Okay. And I have certain Christmas music that I really do love, and I turn it on. Oh, wow. And just at home. Yeah. So and you're maybe, not talking about a radio station? Uh, that My you know. own. There's a couple of albums that I just absolutely love, and so maybe I'll just sit there and wrap a few presents and listen. But I just, I do love Christmas music. I don't want it to start in, in August <laughs> or October, you know. I want it to start... At Christmas. After Thanksgiving. After Thanksgiving, <laughs> right? You know, but, um, yeah, and that's, I, I know, there, I've had so many conversations with so many people who hate Christmas music. Whatever. I don't. Yeah. I don't hate it, and I'm not embarrassed to say that I don't hate it. I really do enjoy it. Yeah. So, and, and I'll hear, like, on a Christmas station, if I'm, you know... Because some radio stations will play Christmas music the, the whole time. And I'll hear, like, um, there was a Beach Boys Christmas album that my dad loved. And we listened to the Beach Boys Christmas oh. record. And, and I'll hear that. And it reminds me of my childhood at Christmas. Yeah. And there's yeah. a couple other things that I'll hear. I, and I, I love that stuff. Yeah. Yeah, you know? so. and you know, as as difficult as it has been over the last, particularly five years, but for our family the last twenty years or so, with the um, disconnection from church and from mm -hmm. you know the uh, all the traditions that go with Christmas being Eve a part of a church, the Christmas Eve services, the big Christmas productions that I wrote and directed, and it you know slaved and painted sets and all the things I did for years that were so much a part of what I did mm -hmm. you know and and I loved it so much yeah yeah and the disconnection from all of that as hard as it was it, it still was just a part of the season for me yeah, yeah. and that disconnection can be very yeah, difficult I, and I still mourn that loss. I would agree with you I miss I I miss even like you're saying all the work involved <clears throat> I mean I guess for me so this Sunday I've got over a hundred people singing starting at ten o'clock in the morning, going till seven o'clock at night at my school right. for the holiday Christmas showcase. Okay. So in a, in a way, that's sort of getting that same feeling of although it's not a big production thing, and I don't really have to do anything. I'm not in it. Right. I just am talking, yeah. introducing everybody. Yeah. yeah but yeah. I. But it is my baby, of course, you know, and so I still get a little bit of that kind of rush, yeah, of putting on a big thing at Christmas, right? So and, I, I and get, I get why you would miss that totally. Yeah, and I've also done things at the theater. You, mm -hmm. you know, we've talked about that in the past. You've done a show at Christmas time that I directed you in, mm -hmm. and so you know, being in a show, uh, whether it's at church or at the theater is really very much a part of mm -hmm. of, of of Christmas. Of Christmas for me. Yeah. And for my family. Yeah. And you know, when you're in the music business or when you're an artist, this it's a very big deal. And that for me is 
very hard to not have that. Mm-hmm. And even though I look back and I'm like, oh my gosh, I was so, so busy. Was so I was so tired. <laughs> I had paint everywhere. In fact, the shirt I have on has paint on it because, you know, and it has nothing to do with Christmas. But it's just like when I put it on this morning, it reminded me of those days yeah. when I would like get paint on my clothes and all that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. And so that was a little flash of memory that yeah. even came yeah. this morning when I put this shirt on. But, um, you know, uh, one thing that I'm seeing on social media right now that I am really struggling with is all of the um, fundraisers that are happening this time of year. Mm -hmm. So there's one for, like, the Crisis Pregnancy Center, and there is one for... um, for the the Christian school that I went to uh, for scholarships for students. Mm -hmm. And I see these pictures of these people. Now the Pregnancy Care Center is run by a cousin of mine. Um, The school that I went to, of course, I went there for years and years and years, graduated from there. I don't have a ton of money. We're not very well-to-do people, right? So we're not invited to those benefits at the end of the year. And I think it's honestly because we don't have money. I, I mean, we, we're comfortable, but sure. we're, not, we're not the people that, you know, somebody would look at and say, oh, they live over on the let's, north side of town. Let's invite the Stogles. Let's invite the Stogles because they have money, you know, because they can help. I mean, my in-laws actually run a nonprofit that we've only been invited to their benefit once. Once and they've been doing it for twenty years. What's it for? Um, they uh, they collect medical equipment that is no longer used here in America, because we have such a short term kind of because of technology, technology, like yeah, things. things updates, or they just throw things out, mm-hmm. you know. So everything from maternity bras to um, to X-ray machines. I mean, we're talking the gamut. Do they give it to? And they countries? give it to other countries, and they set up little um, field hospitals wow. in other countries. That's super cool, and it's phenomenal. Mm-hmm. And I baked cakes for years. I baked cakes for the silent auction, and so I would have like you know sham- my pink champagne cakes mm-hmm. would go for almost a hundred dollars. Nice, and people would you know, and all that money went towards this. So here I am baking cakes, delivering them, trying to do shows over here, and making this happen and that happen and all these things happen and my husband and I were never ever invited to one of those benefits until just a couple of years ago right I think 2019 right before the pandemic we were invited for the first time ever because we said hey we're your kids we've never once seen you speak and we've never once seen what this is about we'd love to go did you guys go well so we got an invitation to buy tickets which were $75 each. And yes, we did it because we said we'd like to go. I didn't bake a cake that year for the, you know, but, but but we bought tickets for it. And, but to not ever be included in that was really hard for my husband and I, especially my husband, because this was his dad's you know, it is his dad's thing and his dad's still living and, you know, he's older and, but it was really hard to, oh, yeah, to not ever be invited 
to attend that, you yeah, know? Yeah. And most of the other siblings have all gone, have all, because some of them have traveled with them. Um, uh, um, some of them are, are in the medical field as well. And so they've gone on some of these trips to set up you oh, know, I see. Uh, when you say travel, you mean like going to going the, to Fiji or going to you know <laughs> or Africa or wherever they're setting up these oh. little yeah, and it's very cool. Mm -hmm. But it feels like because we don't have money and because we're not in the medical field that we are lesser than. Right. That's how it feels. Right. And and when these kinds of things happen, you're kind of reminded. Oh, I just my being a family member or just my being related isn't enough mm -hmm. you know i don't have the the abilities i don't have the money to really contribute so therefore i'm lesser than and they might not say that out loud but that's how but, it feels but, but they're yeah that's yeah. how it feels and so you know the other day i was just scrolling through facebook and i see that you know one cousin says oh it was so great to be with my cousin at the you know at the crisis pregnancy center um you know, event. And I'm like, how come I wasn't invited? You know, how come I couldn't go to that event? Mm -hmm. You know, I'm the only cousin. I'm the only other cousin. I'm trying to think. I, I don't want to speak out, but I'm one of only a few, if not the only other one. That's right here local. You know, there's lots of other cousins, but they live in other places. And so I'm like, gosh, I would have loved to have gone to that. Mm -hmm. I got you know? I Well, I, I contributed years ago for my a, a friend of mine and so I still get notifications and things about their events yeah I don't know that I'm invited right I don't get notifications at all okay. I don't get anything I get stuff in the mail yeah all the time and and maybe it's because I've never donated you know that's probably why but here's the thing is that just because I haven't donated up to this point doesn't mean I won't Sure. Because I do have, yeah, you, you, you know. I would think I mean, that you would be on their mailing list. I do, yeah. And I do have some expendable dollars just because I'm not, you know, a half, you know, $500,000 a year kind of donor. Donor. Yeah. Or my husband doesn't make $500,000 a year. Just because we're not in that financial category doesn't mean we don't donate. We've donated to the Alzheimer's Association. We've donated to hospice organizations. Mm -hmm. We, of course we donate. Sure. Of course we do. And so it, it but it may not be hundreds and hundreds of dollars. Right. And so it feels like, you know, oh, they're not a high dollar donor. So, you know, we don't need to spend our money on them coming to the, yeah, yeah. you know. What? And so even like the high school thing, the high school that I graduated from, I just thought, gosh, I would love to see those people again. And I would love to have an opportunity to even know that that was happening last night. Mm -hmm. And it's really hard sometimes this time of year. So I don't say that to, to say, you know, oh, poor me. I say it to say, you know what, people? There are things that you can include others in that will really bring joy to them. And maybe if you're the person who makes $500,000 a year, you can invite somebody who doesn't mm -hmm. just as your guest yeah. to come to one of these things, to expose them. Because you know what? The poorest people out there may very well win the lottery one day, right. or they may well, very lot very well g g 
you know, get a job that allows them. And if you are kind to them on on when they're nothing, yeah, you know, when they're poor, yeah, they will be kind to you when they're rich. Yeah, you know yeah. what I mean. Yeah, I do. I do. Well, yeah. what what is the scripture about? You know, the the woman who gave like the last coin. The last coin. Uh -huh. You know, and and when you look at it in those kind of terms, we give. Um, in relationship to what we have right and so you know I mean I don't I don't have that kind of money either but I do give as well but I give according to what I have yeah and it might be five dollars one month and it might be two hundred dollars right. another month right it just kind of depends on you right. know what's kind of happened you know exactly and so I, I just think it's really important that you um, that you include other people in, that you remember, that mm -hmm. other people would really like to maybe be included. Right. And sometimes just remaining, just maintaining relationships and friendships mm -hmm. are, are really valuable, especially this time of year. Yeah, for and, sure. You know, if even if you can't get money from that person, if you can get friendship from them, right. isn't that or worth the, something? Just the, the gift of spending some time, time together. With them. Yeah. My, my sister and I, so later on today, we're going to meet. We're, we're trying to look at what our families do. So, um, you know, we've been the, our whole life, you know, we all give each other presents. Right. You know, I mean, that's just kind of been our M.O. But everybody's older now. Nobody really needs anything. Right. So there's still this feeling that we all need to give presents. And, we all, and, and so we're, we're trying to figure out how we, how we stop that. Like how we stop feeling like, you know, I mean, what am I going to give my mom who Fully has everything? Obligation, mm -hmm. yeah. So giving out of obligation can be, can really tear at your soul. Yeah, and yeah. And we don't want to do that, well, but yet we love these people. Sure, and and I mean, and I love giving presents. Right. And so and so does my sister. And so it's like, but how how do we how do we stop that cycle that that has? It's like this snowball, you know. We, how do we stop it and create something that's new and better where it doesn't involve the stress of what, what am I going to get Liz for Christmas? What does she need? What does she want? I don't know. Is she going to like it? What size does she wear? I don't know. <laughs> you know? Right, right, right. Um, how, do we, how do we stop that? Because be, that takes away from, you know, what we're doing at Christmas. Right. You know, you know, it really takes both people, and so I think that conversations are really important this time of year. Mm -hmm. And what I have begun to tell my children, and you know, even my husband, is, you know, what I really want is I want an experience. Yeah, I, I don't want a gift. I want an experience. And when I say an experience, I'm not talking about a trip to Paris. I'm talking about even just an overnight stay in San Francisco yeah. where we can go to, you know, downtown and look at the Christmas tree, that kind of thing, and just hold hands and walk around yeah. and yeah. eat a pretzel. That's, I mean, that's a beautiful experience. Spending a night in the snow in a cabin up in the mountains, mm -hmm. that would be driving to see my daughter in another state. You know, these are all things that yeah. I'm at the place where I... Those experiences matter to mm -hmm. me, but it requires having a conversation. Yeah, and somebody needs to broach the subject and say, "Okay, I know that every year we exchange things and that end up in a closet. What can we really do to really build relationship and experience?" Yeah, and and 
we're, we're, we are having those conversations this year. That's awesome. We, we tried to have them last year and it didn't work, but we're really, really trying to have them this year. So, you know, because it's just, yeah, it becomes, it becomes this mountain to climb of, you know, I mean, again, you have to go out into the, the upside down. Yeah. 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 Of Macy's. <laughs> And try to search for something. And try to search for something. And, and so it's, you know, and then it's like, why? Right. You know, I mean, I mean, gift giving is wonderful. I give, I give presents all year long. Right. I mean, I, for me, it's a no brainer. I'll be walking along. I don't even have to be necessarily thinking about, well, I have a little present for you. I wasn't, <laughs> I wasn't thinking I'm going shopping for Liz. I was out and about and I saw something and I went, that's for Liz. Aww. That's just how I am. And so I'll, yeah. I do that with pretty much everybody. Right. You know, anyone right. who's in my circle, I would know if I saw it, if that's, I'm supposed to buy that for you. Right, right. You know, so it's not that stressful for me, except when it's like, okay, it's Christmas. Now's when I'm supposed to buy you a present. So now I have to figure out what I'm going to buy you. Whereas it's, if it's you not, have, it's not organic, right? <laughs> and if you have a mindset where you're going to spend the year, or even the, the last half of the year, mm-hmm. just kind of with an eye towards others, yeah, yeah. as you're walking around, you know, CVS or the mm-hmm. mall or you know the little tiny shops that we have yeah. all over this city, yeah. And if you just tell yourself, "I'm going to have an eye." open mm-hmm. and a heart open towards um, other people yeah and and it's so much easier to come up with ten dollars here and ten dollars there than it is to come up with a thousand dollars in is. the month of and December I have a I have a shelf in my office and, and it's funny like I want to say in I do a newsletter for my school every month and I want to say it was either in the August or September newsletter it's true i i have this shelf and it starts filling up with crap that i have collected oh that's for liz oh that's for her oh that's for him you know and i have this mm, i'll have to go look for that shelf you know and I have, so i have this shelf so but yeah i i'll see things and i'll and then it comes to christmas and i don't even know what's in that shelf right and then right. i like, oh yeah Oh yeah, I got, oh yeah. <laughs> so so as we're getting ready to close, I just want to, uh, that reminds me of, of a story of a pastor's wife mm-hmm. that really influenced me many years ago. And she kept a gift closet. And she kept in this little spot in her closet, these just random gifts. Sometimes they were things that they received from other people that were brand new, but that they didn't need. You know, sometimes yeah. when you're, you know, you're an owner of a, of a school, I'm sure that you've got some students that give you some stuff that you're like, oh, this is so precious, but yet you don't really necessarily have any place to, right. to put it. But every once in a while, there'll be somebody else that you go, oh, they so would love this. Exactly. And so you re-gift, but you re-gift not out of um, trying to, you know, pawn something else on somebody else, but rather 
they can love this yeah. in a way that I can't love it, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. And so she would sometimes be out and about and she would find things on sale yeah. or she would find cute little things and she might not even know who they I, who who was going to get that. I totally understand that. <laughs> but she would buy these things and put them in her gift closet. Oh, I, have, I have those things too. And I, then at Christmas time or even birthdays, yeah. you can What's go to the gift closet and say, gosh, is there something... Or if somebody unexpectedly shows up at your house during the holidays, mm-hmm. you don't have to be caught without a, without a little present for mm-hmm. them. Mm-hmm. And how valued yeah. they feel when you have a little gift with a little name tag that says, yeah. to Mary, love Carol. Yeah. You know what I mean? I do. And it's just so, yep. so important. But we have to develop our mindset for that. And it takes... Um, turning our attention away from just ourselves mm-hmm. and turning it towards openness right. to that kid outside of Target right. who might need some snacks. He might need some M&Ms. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> right. So maybe that should be our challenge for the new year yeah. is just to start a gift closet. Start a gift shelf. Start a, closet a, or a gift box. shelf yeah. or a box. And see who you're going to bless mm-hmm. over the next year. That's, yeah, that's great. I love it. I, I love it. I think that's a great way to go into this mm-hmm. holiday season. I do too. All right. Well, we uh, were blessed to get to spend this time together, together talking and then getting to share our wealth of knowledge <laughs> with all of you. Our 60 years of hard fought. It's 120 <laughs> years we share that we've lived, you guys. Oh, hey. And so. our opinions matter. But you know what? Really only to us. Yep. You don't need to take it. But if there's anything that we've said or done that clicks with you, yeah. please take it. Yep. And run with it. Yeah. And have a blessed Christmas or Hanukkah or whatever uh, faith tradition you celebrate this year. And, um, and hopefully we'll see you again before yeah. the end of the year. One more time before yeah. the end of the yeah, year. Yeah, yeah, um, But yeah, happy happy holidays. Merry Christmas. Yeah. Happy yeah. Hanukkah. All of it. Happy Kwanzaa. Yeah. Yeah. All right. See you later. Bye. Bye.